you will see there is a pattern in these books. Like if they give me a little bit of emotional damage, <laughs> then I'm here for it. Then I'm 100% digging it. <laughs> if it traumatizes me a little bit, then I'm in for that. <laughs> I'm sold. Welcome or welcome back to Within the Matrix, your new favorite podcast with me, your host, Michela Alessandra. Today I'm finally back after like a two week or so break from, well, you know, producing episodes, podcasting, whatever, because simply, I don't know, I just mm, spent more time with my family, with my boyfriend's family, and you know, did things like spring cleaning and stuff like that. So I really needed a little break for that. And now I'm back. So yeah, <laughs> I hope y'all are still tuned in and you are ready for this new episode. Because for today, I thought of something different, like something I've never done before on this uh, podcast. And that is talking about books, <laughs> specifically about my five star reads. There is a lot, surprisingly. Technically, there's just 10, but yeah. <laughs> also, these are my all time five star reads so far. So, yeah, some of these books I've read like some years ago, and others I'm like one of them I'm currently reading. I'm not done with it yet, but it's already like my five star read. <laughs> so, that's gonna be very interesting. This is a very diverse. Uh, reading list so to say and yeah i really hope that you like these books as well and if you don't that's okay too all opinions are valid and yeah so as i said already th these are just opinions so if there's a book on this list that you didn't really like or that you i don't know or if there is a book that I didn't mention here and maybe it happens to be on the opposite list, on the list of books that I didn't really like, then I mean that's fine too, it's just an opinion and you can read whatever, whatever you want and yeah, so let's just get started, shall we? So my first book on the list is the, list, uh, the book that I'm currently reading and that is Violeta by Isabel Allende. Uh, I'm reading this in Spanish, but it's also available in English and a lot of other languages too. She's a Chilean writer um, and she's the most read female Hispanic writer worldwide. And so this book is about a woman called Violeta and we follow her like since birth until her death. She was born 1920 during the Spanish flu and died 2020 with coronavirus or due to coronavirus pandemic and so she lives in chile but i feel i don't know i mean she could possibly also leave the country during her life but basically uh it's like following her life and the occurrences like the historical occurrences and how those occurrences affected her and her family and so it's a piece of historical fiction and yeah i just really love it because specifically for me, as someone with Chilean heritage, I get to experience a lot of like cultural things and the things that I know from my family and the, the mentality and whatever are really like you can see where that stems from, where that comes from 
uh, thanks to this book, like historically, because it's historically accurate. And so, yeah, you know, you can see where people are coming from. And yeah, so that is a very interesting read. I'm really loving it. I, as <laughs> I mean, Isabella Agenda, I'm kind of a fan of hers. So yeah, this is my number one pick. It came out like this year. So if you haven't heard of it, it's fine. And if you haven't heard of Isabella Agenda, now you have. So, <laughs> so much about that. Now, the second book on my list is The Ocean at the End of the Lane by no other than Neil Gaiman. And this man, I swear, oh, it's fantastic. Like this is the first book I've ever read uh, by him. And I, I really like it. It's also like um, magical realism, literary fiction, and like really interesting. It also has a little bit of horror, but not. it's not gory. It's just, I don't know, tense in a way that keeps you like hooked but also like anxious so it's i like it i usually don't read like horror or crime books <laughs> but this one is pretty good really interesting and it really had me hooked from the beginning to the end i was fascinated and i gave this five stars because i don't know i just really was fascinated by the plot and Okay, you will see there is a pattern in these books. Like, if they give me a little bit of emotional damage, <laughs> then I'm here for it, then I'm 100% digging it. <laughs> if it traumatizes me a little bit, then I'm in for that. <laughs> I'm sold. Anyways, I, I don't know what else to say. It's like about a boy who lives in England and he gets a nanny, but there's something off with that nanny and he also gets to know a little girl called Letty Hemstock and yeah it's it's just really cool she helps him along the way with stuff that is going on and I don't want to spoil it so basically that but it's really interesting now how is that horror you might think and what does it mean the ocean at the end of the lane all of that is going to get explained at some point in the book so yeah <laughs> it's really interesting now the third book, as I was talking like about emotional damage and traumatizing stuff, this is one book that had me, this is the only book that really had me so traumatized that I had to stop reading it for a bit and then like could continue just the day or two after. So yeah, so much about that because you really, oh, also for all of these books, uh, it's better if you first read the trigger warnings, if you're um, I don't know, just prone to get triggered by certain topics because most of these books talk about like more uh, heavy topics, so to say. So yeah, uh, please use your own discretion and look up the trigger warnings and then you'll be fine. Anyways, this one book, <laughs> City of Thieves, like uh, by David Benioff. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, I read it like a couple of months ago and damn Daniel, I was so freaking traumatized. It talks about um, a boy who lives in Russia uh, during this, uh, World War II and I don't remember the city exactly but I think it was St. Petersburg and um, yeah, it was getting invaded by uh, Nazi Germans 
and so they have they had to fight and whatever and well the thing is i don't want to spoil it i don't i don't want to tell too much about it but uh, essentially ha he had to go on an adventure he was forced to go on an adventure with a guy a desertor whatever or how you say that um and it was dangerous really dangerous and traumatizing <laughs> really traumatizing um yeah but it's essentially a story about friendship about uh war about history historical events and yeah so if you like that kind of story it was is really interesting really <sighs> heavy in some parts like there are like three parts that really got to me and I'm not someone who's shocked easily, but this book is like top tier traumatizing. <laughs> what the fuck? No, for real. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know. Use your own discretion on this one, but I really loved it. The emotional damage was there. The, the I don't know, the, the intense, it, it was um, just, I don't know. I, I really found it very well written. It had everything that I like in a book. Uh, like it wasn't slow paced and boring or I don't know just repeating itself it was really yeah interesting and I, I really do like historical fiction so this was amazing and yeah so if you want to give it a try now the next um, book on my list also this is not like chronological or anything is this or, or something it's just like how i picked it up on my reading app uh so the next book on the list is the ghost house by isabel allende again i also read this one in spanish it's called la casa de los espíritus uh, and it basically taught it follows a family throughout their history and also has some protagonists in them that uh, in that story that are more um yeah relevant to the story in a way and the interesting thing is that i didn't know <laughs> but uh some of the people in the book like uh, the ghost house appear again in violetta as like the ancestors you know so that is pretty interesting i didn't know that so basically it's kind of the same family but like decades later or something like that like the descendants are in, in Violeta. Anyways, uh, this book is a family saga, is magical realism again, talks again about history, but in another time period, it's not like 20th century, but before that. And yeah, I just really, really liked it. This was the first book by Isabel Allende that I read and oh my God, I was hooked from the beginning. And also, um, Oh no, wait a minute. If I think about it, time frame might overlap with Violeta because I remember it also like followed the family line until like 1970s or something. So yeah, that's interesting. So since I didn't finish just yet reading Violeta, uh, I'm really interesting to see what happens around 1970 for the family. If there's gonna be more like uh, connections to the other book or if it's gonna be some different or separate stuff but this book oh my god so if you're interested in South American or specifically Chilean uh, history culture if you want to learn more about it I definitely recommend these two books uh, La Casa de los Espíritus 
or in English, uh, The Ghost House by Isabel Allende and Violeta, her newest release. <laughs> it's, it's so cool, I really love it. Anyways, now the uh, sixth book in my, on my list is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by uh, Mark Manson. This is a non-fiction book and I'm sure you've heard all about it. It's it's good. It's Well, why did I give it five stars <laughs> to be honest? <laughs> if I think about it, maybe 4.5 would have done just well. But uh, yeah, I've read this also a while ago. I don't even remember when, but it was some time. Um, yeah, I, I just found it very concise, very useful information, very, I don't know illuminating in a way maybe if you think longer about it it's not that much of a big deal but at the time i found it to be very useful for what i was going through or in general my life <laughs> that i could implement the tips and i don't know just the knowledge that mark manson was like giving out to the people and yeah i felt very good about it so that's why it is on my five star read list but that's also the only like uh, non-fiction book here, so yeah, <laughs> so much about that. Then back to fiction and also again back to magical realism. This is the father of magical realism, basically. Don't quote me on that, but you know what I mean. So it's 100 Years of Solitude or Cien Años de Soledad by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And this book, let me tell you, it is something. It is pretty long or at least it feels very long because it follows again a family throughout uh, Colombian history and it's I think more than one yeah it's more than 100 years and it's kind of confusing because a lot of the protagonists a lot of the people in the story have the same name I read it in Spanish and like halfway through the book I had to switch to audiobook because I was kind of in a reading slump and wanted to continue this and wanted to finish it because I was already so hooked and I really liked it but I just didn't want to continue reading it you know so uh, listening to this oh, was just amazing because I, I finished it in like two days <laughs> what had taken me weeks and weeks to, to do even though I really liked it then I finished it in, in no time basically uh, it can be confusing because the names are very similar or the same, but for me as a Spanish speaker and since I know and I'm familiar with like the two surname system that is that exists throughout whole, uh, all of South America, it was okay because everyone still had like kind of different surnames, if you know what I mean, but uh, the same first name so maybe if you're not very familiar with that system you get a little bit confused and especially if they don't say like the surnames but yeah you just get have to get through it and this book also won the nobel prize for literature back in the day and yeah so it's it's really really good also read trigger warnings for this one because i feel like south american uh writers especially like to portray the experiences of the times or the in general their stories in a very raw and very maybe heavy way for some people so yeah if you're easily triggered please note like to read all the trigger warnings for these books because yeah even though they're very good very mm, entertaining very mm, fascinating in a way very informative 
they also can be quite triggering for some people. I know that. I was thinking uh, all the time when I was reading these books or listening to them, I was like, damn, if I was traumatized, if I had PTSD or something like that, this would trigger me so much. I would not be able to finish these books. But yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, on that note, let's continue with another book oh, again um, by a South American author, but this time Brazilian, uh, Paulo Coelho, uh, Once Minutos. Uh, this book, I don't know, maybe probably it's called 11 minutes in English. It's it's really good. It follows the story, the life story of a prostitute, basically. So, yeah. <laughs> and it, I don't know, I, I read this a long time ago as well. So, I don't know, it, it just felt like it impacted me in a way. Like, obviously, I can't relate to her life story, but it was really good. Like, every book that impacts me in a way that really sticks to me, is oh, just on my top tier list because I'm a person that forgets things, tropes, people, <laughs> names quite easily. So that's why I didn't like name most of the protagonists because I simply don't remember. <laughs> but if a story really, or a storyline really sticks to me, really impacts me, then yeah, I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> Anyways. Now, moving on to a book that everyone talked about, that everyone knows, like two books, that the last two books that everyone has talked about and knows. All right, first of all, Circe by Madeline Miller and The Song of Achilles, also by Madeline Miller. And uh, yeah, I don't, I think I don't have to talk too much about these books because I feel like everyone knows about them. If you don't, it's about, um, Greek mythology, like specifically in Circe, about the history of the witch Circe, and yeah, I really liked it. I really, really do. But just because I really love like Greek mythology, but don't be fooled. It's not like a just like any Greek mythology book retelling nowadays. Because I've also like listened or or re read other Greek mythology books, and I didn't like all of them, or I wasn't just like so fascinated like with these two. So there's that. I also have to read a whole other bunch of Greek mythology books, but that's in another, like for another time. Anyways, these two books, chef's kiss, just amazing. I love the story, I love the plotline, I love the, the history behind them. I love the, the way it was retold and also in Song of Achilles, it really depends because but in the Song of Achilles, I also listened it on audio, uh, in audiobook, on audible, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I couldn't tell you because I've heard of some people that read it or that tried to read it, that it's a long read, that it's not really interesting, that they expected more of it. But since I listened to it from the beginning, I don't know, I was just really hooked. I really liked the, the style of reading, uh, like of the narrator to read it. And I was just like so amazed. I, I remember, for example, doing the dishes or something like that, really trivial stuff and listening to this. And I was like so hooked. It was in some parts so much gossip, so much stuff going on. I was really in that world, really like, oh my God, like a telenovela every time something was happening. <laughs> and so, yeah. It was an amazing experience. I can really recommend it. And I also like got already like uh, the ebook versions because I mean, okay, first of all, before we start a, a discussion here, of course I do like paperback or even hardcover books. 
I really love them because oh, the smell of new fresh books or in general the feeling of having a book in your hands and the cover so pretty so nice yeah love it but I'm a student in a dorm and I like to travel or at least I like to have options I'm very indecisive and I read like seven books at once so or at the same time basically and so yeah it's just not practical for me to have a bookshelf first of all I can't afford having a bookshelf full of books because uh, I'm in a dorm and not in like my forever home or something like that and so if I have to move out when I have to move out what am I gonna do with all the books or you know it's just not practical also reading like a lot of books at the same time wouldn't be uh, as practical having to carry all those books around with me every time and the other thing is also like who has the money to buy that many books I mean I can tell you on my Kindle I have like over 300 books I don't have the space or the money <laughs> to buy and to have 300 books so yeah just saying so before you start hating come on it's about reading it's not about having certain amount of books in your bookshelf but it's about the reading experience so yeah so much about that and yeah i i mean that's it with my list <laughs> i really hope that you could get a little glimpse of like the things that i like to read basically most of these books are magical realism or in general like literary fiction historical fiction um did I talk about To Kill a Mockingbird? I think so. I feel like if you haven't read To Kill a Mockingbird yet, where have you been? <laughs> I don't know, but this book oh, also so amazing. I feel like it didn't talk about it. I don't know. Oh, let me just, I don't know, skim again about it. <laughs> uh, to Kill a Mockingbird is basically the story of two little children. I also read this a long time ago. I don't remember the names of the children, but they live in a small town in the US uh, where like in the, I don't know, don't quote me on this, but like the 40s or something and or, or even before that uh, where I don't remember when that was, but anyways, they had slaves and um, yeah, there was this process where, or was he enslaved? I don't know. Fuck my life. Don't, don't quote me on that. Don't quote me. <laughs> but basically the gist of the story is that the father of these children had to uh, be like the or, or wanted to be the lawyer to a young black man that had been accused of something terrible but he was not guilty and the people and basically the story unfolds around this community of mostly white people who were obviously for the times racist against black people and yeah all the the backlash that the father of the children faced because of protecting or because of uh, representing this black man and so yeah it was a very interesting read very informative also and very i don't know just not entertaining specifically but it was very well written it didn't feel like an essay or something like it because it's not it's it's literally fiction but yeah <laughs> uh, it, it really felt 
like an easy read, like something you will read in like a few hours or in a few days. So yeah, I really recommend reading it and yeah. So that's about it. <laughs> I don't want to say anything else because I'm gonna end up spoiling everything to you and I don't want to do that. Uh, if you want to, you can, I don't know, get the books wherever you want in audiobook or whatever, ebook or hardcover, paperback, who cares? Whatever, just, I don't know, read them. I, I feel like they're very good. And yeah, you can let me know in the comments or on Instagram what your favorite five-star read books are and also like tell me what you think of the books that I mentioned. And yeah, that's about it. If you liked this type of episode, this type of video, then please feel free to leave a like or a comment or tell me on Instagram or whatever and rate the podcast on Spotify and follow my Instagram as I mentioned like three times now. <laughs> it's at podcast.withinthematrix and yeah. I feel like that's it. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube and I will see you in another one. <laughs> Bye!